0: Welcome to 49ers After Dark.
1: I'm Grant Cohn. That's my co host, Jesse Naylor. Jesse, how are you?
0: I'm doing fantastic. I just want everybody in the chat to know that that's how Grant talks to me backstage. It's super sketch, but you know, <laughs> this is where we're at with it. <laughs> All right.
1: So um, it's a bleak week, but it, it's, a, it's a weird time. Like Trey Lance went down, but the Niners still have the best defense in the league and a lot of good players. And Dante Whitner said they're going to go undefeated with Jimmy Garoppolo. So it's a strange time. It's a, You might feel very confident. You might feel very uh, upset. Um, so there's a range of emotions. It's a good time to be a 49ers content creator. So sure. I'm, I'm happy for that. Um, but yes. really, it's always a good time to be a Niners content creator. I have a series of questions for Jesse Naylor.
0: All right, Jesse, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. All
1: right. First question. Is this season wasted if the 49ers don't win the Super Bowl?
0: Oh man, for me personally, it is. And I know that that's like a lot of expectations on the team, but I thought going into this year, number one priority was developing Trey Lance. And my whole thing going into this season was just like Jimmy Garoppolo, that I feel like Trey Lance is a net zero quarterback, meaning he's not going to be the reason that you win a lot of games or the reason you lose a lot of games in the regular season. But the hope is by the time they reach the postseason he can be a guy that can win you a game or two potentially, right? Which would be different than what the 49ers have had, but that development's gone. And I really thought that next year was the year that they could hit their stride with Trey Lance. But now that he's not playing, how far are we kicking that can down the road? So if number one priority to me was developing Trey Lance, and that is no longer possible, then yeah, I feel like they have to win a Super Bowl for me to be satisfied with the season. Now, I'm not saying it's wasted from a standpoint of there are a lot of young players that are still going to develop, right? I think the interior of that offensive line can definitely develop this year. I think the draft picks from this year can develop. But for me personally, as a fan, I feel like it's, it's a ring or I'm not necessarily satisfied because we don't know what Trey Lance is still.
1: I mean, he's not getting developed this year, so it's a wasted year for him. Mm -hmm. Is it a wasted year for the 49ers? To me, like, People talk about the Niners like they're the Warriors or something. I mean, out here in the Bay, like they've accomplished something and they haven't. And what what, what bugs me about them is they're like more like the Sharks, a team that never wins anything, but is always kind of in the mix and never makes a change. Not that I follow hockey, but like they've been doing that for like 20 years. They never really change their roster. They're always there and they're like content to be one of the good teams. This is revenge tour 3.0. This is the same format formula as 2019 with some different faces, you know, Traverius Ward replacing Richard Sherman and Javon Kinlaw replacing DeForest Buckner and, but basically the same format and what the Niners, what was great about Trey Lance was he represented the Niners acknowledging that they needed to do something different. And now they're back to the same old stuff to keep it PG. So, I mean, it's, it's remarkable. Most teams don't get four, 19, 20, 21, four years, four chances to prove that they're champions. This team's getting a fourth chance to prove that they're good enough. How many do you need from Kyle to Jimmy to George to Juice to Fred to all of them? How many chances do you need and do you get? This is number four. You better win the Super Bowl. Otherwise, it's fair to wonder, is there another coach who could win a Super Bowl with this roster? Is there another quarterback who could win a Super Bowl with this roster? Like what change? They should have been making changes. But they've been acting like the champions for four years. So now prove it. Be a champion. Win it right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I feel like just for the team, you're right. I mean, there's teams don't usually have a big window to win a Super Bowl. Mm -mm. Like it's sometimes Mm -hmm. you can rebuild on the fly. But the 49ers have stayed competitive. And that's where, see, that's the thing, right? Because I've heard you talk about Shanahan and trading them and all these other things but you have to have a better option, right? And Shanahan right. is a very assuming good option.
1: I'm that this, this roster is so good that people be lining up, but yeah. Right,
0: right, 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 exactly. Yeah. But yeah. You, you have to have a better solution and you have given solutions, right? But my thing is, is like this team is on the precipice of, of winning and, and maybe it is possible that Shanahan is a lot like Andy Reid where he's going to win a Super Bowl, but maybe it's not with the Niners, right? Like maybe he needs that, Second team, that fresh start, the whatever that is, in order for him to win a Super Bowl, and the you, Eagles need a fresh start too. This Kyle, though, that's that's my that's my thing with Kyle. Like, you know what I mean?
1: Like, do you learn from your mistakes? I feel like Andy Reid kind of evolved as a coach. His, is Kyle evolving? Now his offense is different here than it was in Atlanta. I don't know what this offense is. Right. It's a run first. I, anyway, I, fair. I didn't mean to cut you off. You got you make no,
0: point. no. Listen, I I mean I I just think. I, I've, I've thought that for a while. Now, again, I've personally seen growth in Kyle or I thought I was seeing growth in Kyle last year when they were three and five. I felt like Kyle really, to me, portrayed somebody different. He portrayed somebody who was willing to take accountability mm-hmm. for the first time maybe ever that I had seen him do so. And then I feel like now he's kind of gone back into his shell defense mode with the whole Trey situation. And I hope that's short term. I hope that's short-lived. Because they need Kyle to be the best leader he can be in order for this team to win a Super Bowl.
1: Is this season wasted if the Niners don't win a ring? We're talking about their window. This is year four of this particular team. George Kittle, almost 29. Missed the first two games of the season just because. Because that's the new new normal for him. I mean, what's he going to be next year? What's he going to be the year after that? He's such an important piece of this team. When he plays, he plays 98% of the snaps. He's integral in the run game and the pass game. This might – he might even be past his prime already. But if he's not, this could be the last year where he's really dominant. So all the more reason to capitalize, to use a sports cliche.
0: Yeah, I would would say that. And also, like, let's be realistic about what the 49ers were trying to do, right? The 49ers had a lot of homegrown talent that they wanted to pay and keep in-house, and continue to develop. And the way that they can do that is by having a cheap, young, good quarterback. But the problem with that is, is, Grant, next year we're already three-fourths of the way through that cheap rookie contract before you have to go fifth-year option. So, and we don't know what he is. So we've literally, the whole thing is is wasted at this point, unless somehow he hits the ground running next year which i truly doubt i mean how can you he didn't hit the ground then running it's not really year. till year yeah. 4 so you got one crack at this thing really one crack at this thing other than this year like i i don't know man i just the plan has not gone the way that i think that they wanted the plan to go doesn't mean they can't win but if they don't win man your that clock is ticking it really is ticking but again, like they were trying,
1: they were saying like, we're going to do something different to get over the hump and that's yeah. out the window. And now they're like, we're going to go back to doing the same stuff and hoping it works. And what do they say? The definition of insanity is.
0: Doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result.
1: Year four. So something has to be different. I was talking about it on my channel earlier today with Jose. Uh, either Jimmy's going to start throwing down the field or Kyle's going to start protecting his quarterbacks and running backs. Something has to be different because this formula that the Niners are so proud of does not result in a championship. We've seen it. Something has to change. So Jimmy, Kyle, one of you two, something has to change.
0: Yeah. And you know, the the interesting thing is Jimmy had that weird comment that he had made the other day where he kind of just threw it out there. Like, uh, you know, it was nice to play backyard football, basically. Like I was when I first came to the team, I was playing free. And Jimmy Garoppolo, for all of his limitations and, and whatever, whatever I may think about him, one thing I will say is Jimmy, in a two-minute drill, is, to me, the best Jimmy that, that we can mm-hmm. see. And it's c- consistent. This is consistent throughout his career. To Jimmy's I also point. felt the same like, thing. Stop
1: at- weighing me down with all these
0: stupid right. shifts right.
1: and instructions. Yes. All that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yes. Yeah.
0: And I yep. felt the same way about Trey. Remember Trey when he was struggling against the Texans, and then all of a yeah. sudden – Two minute drill. He's yep. free and he's able to do yep. his thing. You gotta hey, wonder thing with how Nick much Mullins of that is too. Shanahan.
1: Same thing with Nick Mullins too. Hurry up! Like, just let him yeah. do his thing, Kyle. You know how I feel about Kyle. Anyway, anyway, but yeah, uh, Kyle win the Super Bowl. It is Super Bowl or bust. I firmly believe that. You have a veteran team. You got George Kittle at right at the end of his prime. I would say, uh, you created this mess. Prove that you're because the way like everyone says Kyle's great. Everyone also says this roster is the best in the league. Well, if Kyle's great, then he should win a Super Bowl with this roster one in four years. I mean, he's had a, a, a long window because I think Bill Belichick would win a Super Bowl with this roster. I think a lot of guys would. And that's why I keep bringing up Sean Payton. I think Sean Payton could win a Super Bowl with this roster. I think he's on that list. Kyle, are you, are you on that list? Because if you are, you can prove it this year. You already got Elijah Mitchell hurt. You already got a Trey Lance hurt, but you still got a hell of a defense. So let's see it. I think it's Super Bowl or bust.
0: I also feel – I'll say this. The one thing that I think is different is not this team necessarily, right? Although, you know, there are some minor shifts and changes, but the NFC is wide open, like extremely open, maybe yeah. more than it's it's been since they've been good. So I think they have that in their favor, but then <laughs> – Telling you, the only team that just really strikes fear in me is Buffalo. That's the one team, and if they are waiting on the other side of that thing, I just I don't see it happening, unfortunately. So we'll we'll see how it plays out. But you talk about Kittle, and maybe this is just an early season thing, and and he'll get into it. But man, I, and he's not playing bad football. Like don't don't misconstrue what I'm saying. But Trent Williams looks like he's on the decline to me. Like he looks like he's just not playing. He's the one, you know, he, he couldn't get around and, and make the block like that's a big reason why Lance got injured as well. And I'm not saying it's his fault, but I just feel like he's not as quick and mobile and agile as he's been. And it's very early. Maybe he's just getting into football shape. Maybe, you know, he'll get better throughout the season. But right now, man, I, I don't know. Trent Williams seems like he's also on that decline. If that's the case and him and Kittle are, how big is this window? I don't know. All I'm saying is he's about my age, and I'm definitely not as quick and agile as I used to
1: be. (laughs) No, I feel it. See, Turley says if Jimmy Garoppolo wins a Super Bowl, do they resign him and make Trey Lance the backup? Yeah, probably, but let's see Jimmy Garoppolo win next week before we talk about him winning the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, listen, if Jimmy G wins a Super Bowl, they can erect a statue and sign him to a lifetime contract for all I care.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, let's see that happen. (laughs) I don't don't care. People are afraid of the unknown. Trey is the biggest unknown. It isn't anything about racism when idiots are – were down talking him. They were just human, myself, F Jimmy, Trey all day. I see what you mean. I see what you mean. That's a good point. Um, yeah, and I've never ever seen a project quarterback. Anyway, everyone agreed Trey was a project with the most inexperienced quarterback ever drafted drafted to a a contender. like that's never happened. That was unprecedented. And that was a good example of Kyle having a really bad feel for like social dynamics. Why is this on un- everyone says it's the best situation for a young quarterback. He's in a he's in a lose lose situation. Unless he's perfect as soon as he gets on the field, those veterans will reject him and they did. And that was predictable. And maybe they're not even wrong. I mean, that's just human nature the way I look at it.
0: I I feel like Kyle the biggest criticism I would have for Kyle that I would like to see improve is I feel like he's extremely reactive. I don't feel like he's proactive. There are certain things that there are a lot of things that we've talked about. And again, I know people like to, you're not a professional. You don't know what you talked about. I agree. I'm not the professional. I'm not getting paid to run this team. But what I will say is if I'm, if I'm not a professional, I'm not, and I'm not getting paid to run this team. Why could I tell you that Verrett trusting Verrett last year was a bad idea to not get injured. Why could I tell you that having Jimmy on this roster might not be the best thing for Trey's development. Like, how could I see those things, but the head coach couldn't? Right. And yeah, so, I mean, the
1: day before last Saturday, Sunday's game against the Seahawks, I was like,
0: Hey, Kyle, can you stop
1: running Trey between the tackles? Because if he gets hurt, that then that's obviously your fault and that's stupid. And he that's what happened. I'm with you. It, it, it's just so obvious. And it's like, Kyle, you wouldn't call those plays in the preseason, right? Why? Because it's dangerous, because it's the preseason. But you call it in the first quarter of a game, you're going to win on defense, based on defense. Oh, uh, okay. Niner Gang Wolfcast says, let's let Jimmy cook 2020. No more dictator Kyle. 2017 vibes. Let Jimmy do his thing and see what happens. Honestly, I agree. Kyle, You need to, that? do that. Do that. It's his. It, it's, it's Jimmy's contract year. You giving Jimmy a bunch of instructions has never helped him. It's turned him into an interception machine. Let him do his thing and live and die by
0: it. I agree. Even if he's the same player, if just mentally he feels freer, right? Like, his physical limitations are his physical limitations. Those are always going to be there. But if he just feels freer mentally, maybe that's enough for him him to take this team over the hump.
1: It really might be. Agree. Gus Bojo, thank you. Zach Carter. Trey's going to be on ice as many years as number of draft picks that Niners traded up for him. Three. Ridiculous. Well put. Ethan says, we are in the worst case scenario. Kyle Shanahan keeps failing. <sighs> It feels like the like the emperor has no clothes and we finally realized it. You know, <laughs> it's like, oh, wow. We're finally calling him on his obvious mistakes. You guys and Middlecoff need to make peace. I like nice. We just disagreeing about like two things. Yeah, like,
0: well, a- I mean, to be fair, I thought cough was pretty snide in his remark. And so I gave it back. That's, you know, that's just yeah, the way that's it is. For. That's how we do.
1: Yeah. But I bet you when I see cough
0: in person, it'll be all good. I bet you. I mean, I
1: like John.
0: I still he, I still respect he his, his, his work on I Twitter, though. Just- you can yeah, I still out. watch cool his it stuff up, and respect his opinion, so, you know.
1: Yeah, he was wrong. I had to let him know, but we're cool, and if he thinks I'm wrong, I'm, I'm cool, too. Matthew Sanders says, Grant, just want to say that I have a, f- a new level of respect for you, your professional colleagues, talking about jaw lines and cadences. Oh, my God, barf. Get off his D. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you heard uh, Juszczyk modify his whole stance today, right?
0: He did use checks a very smart, smart individual. It doesn't enough, does smart not enough to figure you. out
1: that, like, he didn't quite express himself the way he should have, and he did today. Right. So smart. I'm glad I gave him that opportunity. Do they consider trading Trey if they win the Super Bowl? Matt, can we take it one week at a time, please? If they win the Super Bowl. Really, are we going to do the same thing? I feel like this is like Blazers fans being like, Hey, if Damian Lillard, and the chill out with, with that Super Blazer. Bowl, you
0: always, why do you always, why is it I just, always you the Blazers like, it's like
1: an NBA team that's not gonna get it done? You Go don't Lee, have the winning formula, but you want to give it a fifth try. Like, you don't have the winning formula, it's not there. But in football, like, you can always kind of, Hey, well, you know, someone could get hurt or any given Sunday, that kind of stupid stuff.
0: Listen, my guy, Dame Times, always taking strays from you. I don't understand it. The
1: coaches just saw your response on Twitter. What I said was below the belt. I apologize, Jesse. I still disagree with you though, but wrong is wrong. And I was
0: what happened. Hey, listen, that's, that's very big of you. I, the coach, I, I pull, po- okay. I pull po- I'll explain it real quick. Uh, thank you know. coach. I appreciate that. Um, so I had posted the clips of Jimmy and, and really to me, it was actually more of a shot at Kyle than it was Jimmy. And I said, listen, if we have a quarterback right, that right, can't make the right. consistent throws, you know, whatever and he said hey you know i feel like you're being um divisive in the fan base and da 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 but then he conflated that with my religion and was like oh you know hey so basically like somebody who believes in jesus wouldn't be wouldn't do this i'm like bro this is sports and you're bringing my religion into it like i just like please don't do that
1: Anyway, Coach is a good guy. I'm glad he you. Yeah, he's a out. good guy. I appreciate Stars Mexican, that. Two bucks. Appreciate you. Haha says, uh, Jimmy is limited like a one-dimensional MMA fighter. He has no ground game, so you don't have to guard the takedown. This is why I will never be champ. Agree. That's why I said today, I was like, Niners, you got to allow, encourage Jimmy to throw down the field. Because current Jimmy, the check down Charlie Jimmy, that's never going to be a champion. Ever. So look, if Jimmy 2.0 suddenly emerges and he's gunning it down the field and hitting it, Dude, they're going to win the Super Bowl. He could do it, but he he can't if he's playing cautious.
0: He Listen, I, I, I've got to give Jimmy the same grace mentally that I yeah. gave to Trey. And Hell when yeah. I said Jimmy being here was not good for Trey's mental, regardless of what people are telling you, now that Jimmy can play free, he needs Kyle to put his arm around him. Kyle, you don't have another option. You can't. You can't have a moment. I know we joked about it, and whatever. But you can't have a moment like in the Chicago game last year where you're like, "This is easy shit. Can you handle it?" Right. You can't. You can't nah. be that guy, Kyle. Nah. Put your arm be around Mike him. McDaniel.
1: What Mike McDaniel's doing for Tua, do that for yes. Jimmy now, and do that for Trey next year.
0: And and to me, Tua's not any better than Jimmy. Like he's not, not better. He's a left handed Jimmy. If Tua can
1: throw for six touchdown passes, Kyle. You can get that out of Jimmy too, man. Come on. I'm with you. Exactly. I agree. Sean says Grant asked. Kyle, does he self-evaluate? And if so, what things does he need to improve on as a head coach? Oh, my God.
0: He would say – You day are day not going to get an answer it's out of that. That's a good question. Though. That's a really good question, Sean. Great one question. day
1: I will in the offseason. Shreddy Murphy says, Kyle, that 16-year-old kid whose dad bought him a low miles Camaro SSS, uh, SS and he crashed it and took no responsibility. <laughs> I just said it to my friend the other day. I was like, he is the kid whose dad bought him the nice car and he crashed it because he didn't buy it himself. No, someone will buy him another car. Spoil – I, that's exactly what I said. That is him. That's so funny. Like Jed brought <laughs> Jed got him Trey, and Trey is literally like the Cadillac of quarterback prospects. Everything you want. Now, he's not necessarily good at anything, but he's talented at everything. It's a difference, right? Good is skill, talented, talent is potential. Talented at everything. It just takes a good coach. And Kyle crashed him. In the I will, I'm still really upset about this. Anyway, knees one more question, and then we're going to get to our show, and then we'll come back to the rest because it's piling up. Nees says a lot of us also thought Huff was an issue in Banks. Brendan Burford was an oversight by Kyle, so it was picking and choosing hindsight. True. Hold on. All I'm going to say is let's wait on those guys. Huff's already in the Hall of Fame, but they haven't faced a good offense yet, so wait. Also, those offensive linemen, they haven't faced a good interior rusher yet. Aaron Donald's lurking in two weeks. Let's just wait before we crown people. But I feel you. There, so far, so good.
0: I want to keep. Yeah, I, I mean, my my whole thing was if this team was a Super Bowl ready team, that you do everything you can to win it. And I felt like running running the mill with three interior offensive linemen that are learning on the fly is probably not the best way to do that. Especially when you already have a quarterback that was learning on the fly. Now that doesn't mean that we don't give them grace and we don't think that they can't eventually be good players. It was just about this year. You lost two pro bowlers on that line and you're going with guys that haven't proven anything. Doesn't mean they can't be good, but we just don't know. And I don't know if that was the best case scenario to winning a ring this year. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. All right. We got to
1: pick up the pace.
0: Question number two.
1: Question. Is Kyle Shanahan making the right call, closing the door on Trey Lance's return this season? He said he's not coming back.
0: Okay. So reports came out that he could be back by the end of regular season. So if that's the case, I don't think closing the door then and evaluating him then is the wrong decision. Right. If you feel like, hey, we just want to roll Jimmy or we don't want to take any chances with Lance. I get that. But if he's truly closing the door right now, a day after surgery, I think it is probably the wrong decision, because what if right like what if he's fully healthy? And what if Jimmy gets hurt in the wild card game and you got to go to Brock Purdy at half? Is, is that really where we want to be? So to me, I do. I think it's too early. I don't think it's the right decision. It may be eventually the right decision, but wait till that moment to make that decision. Don't make that decision now. So that's I feel like he should wait on that personally.
1: I'm going to give Kyle the benefit of the doubt here. And say that he's not being a hundred percent truthful because he hasn't been a hundred percent truthful on a few things recently that he said. And I'm okay. I'm thinking if I were him, I'd say the same thing, because why talk hypotheticals? That's three months down the line, four months down the line. For all he knows, Jimmy's going to be the MVP of the year, the league of this year, right. and the Niners are going to win the Super Bowl. So why even go there? If you like, uh, what's the phrase? You cross that bridge when you get to it. Don't cross yeah. that bridge when he, when he's healthy. In three months, let's see what the record is. Let's see where Jimmy's doing. Let's see where the team's at. If Brock Purdy's the quarterback, all of a sudden, you might change your mind. If they're, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's any number of circumstances where where Kyle could be like, hey, I changed my mind. Actually, his recovery went great. Actually, we need him. You know, like, this isn't ironclad. This isn't written in stone. This could change. But I think it's probably the right thing to say. Let's not even talk hypotheticals. Let's just live in the present and assume that Jimmy's going to stay healthy and we're going to go undefeated, right?
0: Okay, well, if if that's the case, Grant, and he is having the foresight right. to not shoot himself in the foot over this thing, right? that would be growth, right? That's a little, maybe not in situation the situation we want. Credit.
1: I'm thinking like what I would do,
0: yeah. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. So, but that, I mean, it could be growth, but I also feel like Kyle just a couple weeks ago was still the guy that was like, well, you know, I don't really think that that's going to happen, but I don't rule out anything. You know True. what I mean? So I feel like he's genuinely not like, that. no, it's not going to happen. When he
1: got the question, I thought he was going to say, well, I don't even know if we're going to be alive tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought he was going to duck it, but he was pretty concrete.
0: Yeah, pretty adamant. Now, that doesn't mean he has to be concrete when the situation rises. You're right about that. No, but saying. he's usually the person that's pretty honest in those situations. So unless he's turned a page very quickly, I you know, maybe not. you
1: almost – It almost makes you feel like he wanted Jimmy Garoppolo to be the quarterback the whole time and
0: he's but I don't know. I don't know. I'll say I'll say this. I have it in confidence that Trey was his guy and he loves Trey Lance. But I will also say this: it might be easier on him if Jimmy is the guy, just because there is still that pushback in the locker room.
1: What I'll never understand is why Kyle played Trey if he didn't feel Trey was ready to do what he needed to do. You're the coach. I agree with. If you thought he wasn't ready, no one was forcing you to play him. Not your owner, not your – you have like a lifetime contract on this team. There was no pressure. You could have waited a year. Why? I'll never get that. I will never get that. I'm not forcing you to do anything. You're in control of your team. Why did you decide he was ready and not ready at the same time? So let's I talk about that. that let's talk about that. Let's talk about Lance's readiness. Okay. So I, I'm I'm seeing a lot of logical fallacies about Trey Lance and why Kyle Shanahan isn't at fault for this whole thing. People say, well, you know, he just wasn't ready to, to be the passer the Niners needed him to be. So they had no choice but to use him in the way that he was ready, in the way that he could contribute right away as a runner. I don't even I, – I disagree with that. He didn't look like – someone who was ready to contribute as a ball carrier right away. It looked to me like actually he had a learning curve there too. I wouldn't say that he was necessarily a good runner. I mean, he didn't outrun uh, linebackers to the edge. It seemed like, I'm not saying he couldn't, I'm not saying he couldn't, but if you talk about a learning curve passing, I think there's a learning curve running too, because he came from division two. He played one year. He didn't, play, he didn't run that much. And then he, he even said it. He said, look, it's a little bit different. For the first time in my life, I'm not bigger, stronger, faster than every defender I'm going against. And And you saw it. Like when he did run, he took brutal hits, multiple. He had no feel for how to take glancing blows, how to get down, how to protect himself. There was a learning curve there, too. There was a learning curve there, too. And to say like, oh, well. We don't really feel he can do, like, the whole passing game, so we're just going to run in between the tackles because that's what he do does well. I disagree with that. Another thing. So the two runs, right, he got hurt. It's called counter bash. That's the play. Yep. He got hurt on counter bash. First time they ran it, he handed it off to Debo, 51-yard game. But it was the wrong read. Mm-hmm. It was the wrong read. He should have kept it. They run it again. He keeps it. But it's the wrong read. He should have handed it off to Ray Ray McLeod. So I'm telling you, there was a learning curve there too. And it's disingenuous to say this is the only, this is how we have to use him. Because he's not developed this way. He's not developed this way either. You know why he's not developed, Kyle? Because you didn't fucking play him. I'm sorry for cursing. You didn't fucking play him. And this whole idea that you could develop him on the bench, horse shit. You develop them by playing him. Get them on the field. Give him a give him a drive. Give him a series. Give him a, a package of plays, a few runs, a few passes. That's how you develop them. He wasn't even ready to run the ball. He was ready for nothing because Kyle put him on the back burner. Put him in the put him in the back of the fridge. Put him on ice. That's the way I look at it.
0: I'll say this. Um, the way that things looked, at least early on, the the Our side of things where we said he should have played last year. I feel like every time that we watched him play, we were winning that argument. I really felt that way. But I'll also say this. The the thought that he couldn't throw and that he had to do that with him is so bogus. Bogus. Because if you ask anybody, ask anybody, what was Trey's best game? The Texans. What was the game that he ran the least amount? Houston. The Texans. And I get it. Okay, small sample size. But I can say the other way around. Small sample size on the running thing. He didn't have to run. And I'll tell you this. It was very, very early in that game. Let's not forget that game one was a monsoon. And for anybody that doesn't think that affects the passers, you look at the two passers in this league, the two quarterbacks in this league, that have the most off-target passes, number one, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, number two. Those are the only two that played in a monsoon in week one.
1: If you actually had to make a list, if you're being honest, a list of what Trey Lance does best, numbered like one through five, running is not at the top of that list. No. He averages 4.2 yards per carry. He's not, that's not what he does best. What he does best is throw deep and outside the numbers off the five and seven step drop game. What he does best is play action passing. What he doesn't do best is Running and three-step drop passing. What does Kyle have him do? Running and three-step drop passing. What is that? What a genius, man. I'm not saying fire Kyle, but I am trying to hold him accountable and do my job as quality control, which is very important. (laughs) Come on, man. Like, the numbers... There's evidence that you were featuring the two biggest weaknesses in his game at this point. Running... Designed running. I think he's a hell of a scrambler. Designed running and three-step drop passing. Come on. Come on. The the five-step and seven-step drop stuff was working. The play action stuff was working. The scrambling was working. Quarterback draw, working. You went to counter bash? Hey, man, what a genius. That's dope.
0: Really smart. Well, I'll I'll say this, too. So, again, you know, a lot of the criticism was, you know, he – Couldn't throw in the rain. Look at how inaccurate he was and whatever else. The moment that it rained slightly in that game, did we see how inaccurate Jimmy Garoppolo was? It was instant. And Jimmy Garoppolo may be smaller than Trey, but believe it or not, he has bigger hands. So it is not easy to grip the football. And again, this is not a shot at Jimmy. This is look at Justin Fields. Look at Trey Lance. They both played in a monsoon. Look at their completion percentage. Then let's also take the evidence of Jimmy. The moment it started raining is when he stopped looking accurate. That's not by coincidence. The rain causes a lot of that. So very early in this game, we saw two throws. And both of those throws are the throws that everybody has an issue with. He's not accurate, short, and intermediate. Well, guess what? He was on time, and he was accurate, two for three. The one that he missed was a throwaway because he was about to get sacked. And he was on time and accurate, short. To start that game. We saw it in the Texans game. Then we had the Monsoon game, which was not really a game. Then we had this game where he showed it again. And now he's gone. So I disagree that he couldn't throw the ball at all the way that people talk.
1: I I, I just think it's so funny that like the reason Kyle Shanahan was using him like a running back is because he didn't feel that Trey was proficient enough in the short passing game. I'm going to curse one more time, Kyle. Fuck the short passing game, okay? You brought in Trey because Jimmy couldn't get it down the field. You're trying to push the ball down the field. You can't push the ball down the fucking field. And here comes Trey, and you're like, before I even give you a chance to push the ball down the field, you got to throw a bunch of slants. Like, why? You, wanna, you want to push the ball down the field. Jimmy can't, won't push the ball down the field. Trey's dying to. And you're like, before you do, you have to say eight Hail Marys and complete 17 slants. Like, why? What is this? Why does he have to go over these hurdles before you let him do what he's here to do? You didn't trade three first-round picks to for a running back. You didn't. You didn't trade three first-round picks for Mac Jones. There's a reason you didn't draft Mac Jones, right? Hold on. If you wanted... If you wanted 11-on-11 football, you should have taken Justin Fields. If you wanted slants and digs, you should have taken Mac Jones. If you legitimately wanted to push the ball down the field off of play action from under center, that's the guy you took. That's the guy you took, and you didn't use him that way. And when you tried to use him that way, he nailed it. Three or four down the field in Chicago. I'm still mad. I'm still mad. I have another topic. Well,
0: real quick, I have to say something just about that to end it real quick. So anybody can go back and find pre-draft analysis on what I said about Trey Lance. And one of the things that I consistently talked about is he is not as good of a runner as the stats will tell you. He's not a guy that's going to break out of the pocket and beat a tackle to the edge. When he runs, it's more up the middle and it's on his shoulders when he chooses to do so. Also, he's the type of guy that, as he looks to run, he's approaching the line of scrimmage, and he's still trying to throw the football. He is a true passer first. Yes, All those stats are out the window once he reaches the NFL. He is not the guy that people want to make him out to be. He is a passer. That is what he wants to be. And that is also what Shanahan talked about him being, a passer first, yet he ran him. And when we have... Listen, when we have running backs on this team getting injured on a regular basis and you've drafted two guys in round three, two years in a row, one of those guys is off the team. One of those guys is already injured and you're running your quarterback and your wide receiver more than all of them. That's a problem.
1: Okay. Um, Also, he's going to get Debo hurt doing the same stuff. Can we just be, be honest? Stop doing that with Debo. It's week two like give him a chance to make it through the whole season. I got another topic on Lance then we're going to take some top, some super chats. How committed are the 49ers to Lance really? So here's I, I'm lawyering this up. I I could have been a lawyer in, in another life. They 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 say like when Kyle drafted Lance everyone was like, "Oh my god, we thought you were going to take Mac Jones. Mac Jones seems like you're kind of quarterback and he's like, "Nah, I'm kind of trying to change. Like I I I like 11 on 11 football. I'm trying to do this." I'm like, "Oh, I'm I don't believe it. If he was really committed to Lance in this 11 on 11 football thing, he would have brought in another quarterback as a backup who did the same thing. Because it's a truism. Everyone knows if you want to run that way, you have to have a backup who can run it too. Because if Lance gets hurt, you know, if he breaks his ankle running between the tackles, you can't just throw out your offense and do something else. You have to have that kind of backup. And I know a lot of people in the league, in the league, Associated with Kyle, we're thinking, man, they're gonna they're gonna sign Tyrod, they're gonna get rid of Jimmy, they're gonna sign Tyrod. Tyrod's gonna be their backup, and that's gonna show that they're committed and all in with this new philosophy and style of offense. But no, they signed Nate Sudfeld. Okay, and then Nate Sudfield was going and, and and to double down, they drafted Brock Purdy. Okay, and then so uh Trey Lance gets injured, and I'm thinking, okay, well. Clearly, running between the tackles with your quarterback is something that is essential to this offense. It's something you need to do. It is the next genius idea that Kyle Shanahan had: running between the tackles with your quarterback. It's an untapped uh, goldmine. So you're gonna you're gonna sign someone like Cam Newton, right? Like you're gonna you're gonna sign someone who does the same thing Trey did. No, they signed Kurt Benkert. <laughs> they were never committed to this, man, ever. And the way I feel is. They wanted Stafford and they missed out, and then they wanted Rogers and they missed out, and they were freaking. What did they say? We say reactive. Yeah, they they're react- not proactive. They're yeah. reactive, and they're like, "Oh damn, let's just get a pick. Oh, we got the third pick. Figure it out." And you ended up. I mean, honestly, if it had been Mac Jones, who, whichever, whichever rookie they picked at number three, Usechek and Kittle and McGlinchey and all these vets were going to re- re- reject and veto, and they were in, they were screwed. They were never committed to the rookie coming in and taking Jimmy's. It was never going to work. It's never going to work until Juszczyk and Kittle and McGlinchey and all these guys are gone. And Jimmy. Unless the Niners and and Kyle are really committed to turning the page and being, you know, and rebuilding, it's never going to work. No matter who the young quarterback is, it'll only work if they magically get Aaron Rodgers next year. Then it'll work. Then Juszczyk and Kittle will be like, I love him. (laughs) <laughs>
0: he's great. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, you know, it's it's crazy because I do. I I i believe that he's committed to Trey, right? But I I feel like a lot of that was a romanticized thought that he had of the things he could do with Trey. Remember, he's drawing up plays while he's on the plane and all these other things. I don't things. buy that. I think that's
1: what John Lynch said. Kidding me?
0: What but mean, I'll, I'll drawn say up this: Who's John
1: Bash? Who's Bash? That was it. And honestly, if you were drawing up Counter Bash, you should have been drawing that up for Justin Fields. You kidding? If you wanted to run the ball, you should have been, you should have taken Justin Fields, dog.
0: Yeah. Dog? He, I mean, he is. He's, he's a better, yeah. he's a better runner of the football. No I mean, doubt about it. He is. But I feel like he had this romanticized thought of what, all the things he could do with Trey. And then when push came to shove, he's like, yeah, no, I, I'm just going to run him a lot. And, you know what? We're trying to win now, and I don't want to trust him to pass, so I'm just gonna run a lot. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I mean. That's what ended up happening, and so I feel like the thought of Trey and Trey being a good kid and smart and running a similar offense and all those things, all those things flooded him, and he's like, "Yes, this is the guy." And then when it came down to actually execute, he's like, "No, no, no, we're gonna we're gonna do you this know, Trey
1: was a large project, right? Let's think of, say it was a project. Let's think of Trey as a summer project, okay? okay. A big one. This is a summer project for a high school kid that's going to take you months. Like, you really need to be mature and budget your time and basically be an adult about this. Kyle didn't. He didn't do it. He put it off. He didn't do any work on the project last year. And so he comes in week one of the season, of the school year, and he's trying to play it off like he did his homework, but he didn't. So he's like, I'm not going to show the teacher that I didn't develop this quarterback at all as a passer. We're going to run the ball. But thing is, you didn't develop him as a runner either. You didn't. And week one, he got beat to smithereens. We talked to him that, uh, on Wednesday, and we we're like, hey, Trey, how you feeling? He's like, good. My neck hurts a little bit, but I'm pretty good. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what? Are you kidding? I'm good. You know, my neck's a little sore. And it's like, <laughs> what, dude? That's week one? I, I Like, we were all like, oh, that's terrible, man. That sounds awful. He's a tough guy, right? But like, that doesn't sound good at all.
0: So. Um, well, and and here's the funny thing, right? We wonder who he's talking about when he talks about other teams doing this, right? Yeah. And he did. I, I re-listened to it. He referenced the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. And it makes sense because he supposedly wanted Josh he wants Allen. He wanted
1: him to be Josh Allen, right? Yeah.
0: So not only is Josh Allen a lot bigger than Trey, right? Yeah. Let's be clear about that. But Josh Allen got KO'd against the Patriots. Do does does that thought not enter Kyle's mind? Do we just all forget that Josh Allen, the great Josh Allen who can do no wrong on the field, got knocked out clean True. against the Patriots? True. Josh Allen
1: also sucked for two years, and if he were pl- if if young Josh Allen were on this team, the locker room would have. Uh, Vetoed him and rejected him and gone back to Jimmy Garoppolo. What sucks for Trey is a project like that needs to go to a rebuilding team so he can learn and make mistakes along with the rest of the team. You can't bring a project like him onto a team that has Super Bowl aspirations because they'll reject him. Sorry. And it's, it's, it sucks, but that's what happened. Let's take a bunch of questions. Gus Bojo yeah. says, Grant, you demand, do the, do the reporters high-five you after leaving the presser for the questions you're asking Kyle? <laughs> Straight Ira Miller, Ralph Barbieri status, keep it up, bro. Niners reporting, i gotten soft, no accountability. Thanks, man. I mean, I'd like to think if Ira and my dad uh, were there, they would be doing this stuff too. But if you notice, I'm the only one really grilling these guys, so it's not a lot of high-fives going around. Um, Official BNA eight says... uh. He can still get this work on Twitter, though. Merch. <laughs> Merch. <laughs> uh, good idea. I like it. Jonathan Trevez says if uh, – my, my size back up, by the way. bullets and Jonathan <laughs> Chavez says if Kyle Shannon doesn't implement deep throws, I don't see us winning the Super Bowl. Perfect example was a two for B.A., even though they were underthrown. Jimmy is predictable. Yeah, they got – you got to encourage. Kyle, can you be like Jimmy's – can you do for Jimmy – what Mike McDaniel is doing for Tua. That's your job this year. Make Jimmy feel like that dude. Cause you've been like taking him down a peg for half a decade. Now bring him up a peg. That's your job. Yeah. Christopher says, liked how you said Kyle got Lance hurt truth. Thanks. You're the only person that liked that. Gregory (laughs) says, Kyle is too much of a control freak to let Jimmy Garoppolo play black backyard football, trade banana hands, get our wasted picks back and get a real coach to develop Trey.
0: I'm not saying trade him now, but
1: he's got a a year to to do something. Prove yourself, Kyle.
0: Here's the hard part. Let's say they go get Sean Payton. This whole we were just talking about committed to Lance, that project's done. Let's be be clear about that because Sean Payton also said that he wouldn't have played Trey Lance. He He wants a Jimmy Garoppolo type quarterback.
1: He might have meant that he didn't believe in Kyle Shanahan's uh, ability to develop him.
0: Maybe maybe, maybe that's the case, but when you when you have a new regime, and it's not just Trey, a lot of these players are out because they were not drafted by them. They are not the same style. They are not... It, people come in and clean house, so Trey could be a part of that, right? So we got to, you know, if we want Trey, the best chance of, of Trey playing is a catch-up. I'm not a Niner the fan. Best chance if of, I were, of Trey playing. I
1: would want a Lombardi. That's all I want. For, no, I for sure. What I'm
0: saying as a fan base, if we if we want Trey to play and have a chance, the best chances with Shanahan. However, the flip side of that is, is we don't know if Shanahan can develop him. So it's, yeah, it's I don't a know. catch 22
1: I don't know. It's a question, it catch 22. 49ers' daddy says, Is Kyle respected by his players or is Jimmy the true leader? Uh, I think Jimmy's a true leader. And I think we're seeing he's not respected by his players enough. I mean, if he says this is our quarterback, that's what it is, they should say, Sir, yes, sir. It's a foot, it's a military uh culture. But they're like, mm. No, we know your record without Jimmy Garoppolo. Sorry, buddy. Kyle holds 15-player leadership meeting to keep things in-house. They leak how they feel about uh, better about Jimmy the day Lance got injured. Um, Yeah, man. I mean, he had to, like, beg 15 leaders to, like, support Trey. Like, dude, you're the head coach. I couldn't
0: imagine Jimmy Harbaugh doing something like that. Or Bill Belichick. Or Nick Saban. Like, dog. Be a leader. I know. I, I want to say this. I know where he's going with that. Um, you know, being in leadership roles myself throughout my years and in my career, that was something I always had. I was always big on a coalition, right? Much smaller, but I'm also, I didn't have 53 employees. i had like 15, but having a group of people that you can go to and and deliver any tough news first so that they can kind of get their emotions out. You can talk through it and then they can go out and kind of be your ear to the street and let you know if there's any discourse so you can take care of it. But the fact that he had to go to those
1: people and, like, essentially beg them kind of means that he knows that they're not going to be behind his decision. It's like, hey, look, I know you have your own idea of what's best for the team, but support my idea, please. And they're like, okay, you're my boss, but privately I'm still going to go out to drinks with my buddies and be like,
0: what the fuck? Like, I'm sorry. Well, and that's you know, that's I mean, the problem, right? Yeah. Like, if if you don't get though, if you don't get that leadership buy in from them, then you're screwed. Yeah, so. but the buy in was always bogus.
1: I mean, it was just like, what are you supposed to tell your boss? He's like, hey, support Trey. Okay, like, <laughs> what am I supposed? <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do it. D Flow says you two playing uh, coach like you know more than Kyle. Why can't you accept the fact that he can change uh, his same scheme with Jimmy back? They will win. Why can't I accept this fact that he? Well, can change I
0: mean, I deflow to be fair. I think I said that I, I don't get paid to do this, but why can I foresee things that Kyle can't? That's my only confusion. Kneel says, I'm a trade guy forever,
1: but if uh, but Jimmy in effort mode equals best Jimmy in years, I actually see him trying to throw it outside the numbers, give me some hope for him. Yeah, man, it's like mm-hmm. it's like he's in contract year and he knows uh, the book against him, like the the knocks against him, he's trying to prove it wrong.
0: Hey, good, do that. I think the biggest thing for Jimmy is he just has to prove he can stay healthy. I, that's probably the if he's going to hit the open market next year, he has to prove he can stay healthy. I think if that's I were Jimmy's no
1: agent, though, I'd be like, "Hey, all of Kyle's quarterbacks get hurt. It's not my it's not my guy's fault," which might be true. Paul Third says, "I'm sure all those vets are excited. It's now easier for them to hit their bonuses, but there are no Super Bowl uh, champs on this roster other than Jimmy Garoppolo as a backup. Do they even know what it takes? Nope. Sherman knew." Who who's a champion on this roster? Sanders knew. Do they know what it takes? That's a good question. Does this t- they're gonna get their bonuses though? That's right, because they might not have gotten them with running the ball like that. But um, do they know what it takes to win a Super Bowl?
0: Do they even have a Super Bowl winning coach on there? I mean, other than than Lynch, mm-hmm. right? Like that's the only not person trying- in the building to- that has a championship, yeah.
1: That's a really damn good point, Paul. That's a good point. Maybe they should trade for one. Tobin says, answer the damn Super Bowl question, Grant. You pick them. I can see Jimmy balling out, but there's Kyle. Um, I, I have a tough time seeing Jimmy Garoppolo win a Super Bowl unless he becomes Jimmy 2.0 and starts slinging it down the field. So maybe, but we'll see. They do have a nice defense. They do. David, the prankster says, I don't know what will happen this season. Hopefully Kyle will suffer the neck injury of getting his head out of his rear. But I really hope they bring people in next offseason to develop Trey. Right now, our staff isn't it. <sighs> Another quarterback coach, three and three years, Brian Greasy. Yeah, Niners first takes says Finally, some fellow content creators who are willing to say the truth about the Nin- uh, all the current Niners issues. Mazel tov to you, both. Mazel hey, tov to you, Jesse. Because Jesus <laughs> was
0: Jewish.
1: To you Ronald Key says, if... Trey, a Cadillac, it's the year they had transmission and electrical problems. We should have uh, not traded up and just drafted Michael Parsons. I don't know. I feel like teams are looking at Kyle, uh, excuse me, Trey and the Niners like opportunity. To me, like Bill Walsh, he wouldn't have traded three firsts for Trey Lance out of North Dakota State, but he'd trade a second for Trey Lance out of 49ers. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's like, true. that's how he got Steve Young. He was looking at the Tampa Bay Bucks and Steve, like, Oh, you you're blowing it. You have no idea what to do with that guy. All right, I can I can swoop. I'm a good coach. I'm a good coach. I can handle this. I think good coaches around the league are looking at this, like, mm, I'm not gonna run in between the tackles, I could do something different, you know.
0: Listen, I'll Man. I'll say this uh, Joe Burrow came to the league at 25. Trey Lance finishes his rookie contract and goes into that next season at the age of 25. Is that He is really? not done if he if he out. gets if yes. If oh. he gets if he gets pushed to the side by the 49ers, there's going to be somebody that takes oh. a chance on him and Someone's nothing smart. would hurt more than to watch him go somewhere else and It'd play really good football.
1: And be Steve Young. Then, then you're the yeah. Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
0: Daniel Ailman
1: says, you see Jimmy throw a perfect dime to the outside of the numbers and hit I. Yeah, it's, so it's great. I think it's fine nah, nah, nah. it's like we're talking about Steve DeBerg. Hey, did you see Steve DeBerg? He actually made a nice throw. Like he's not Steve DeBerg anymore. Like it's still Steve DeBerg. But yeah, he did something that you don't normally think Steve DeBerg would do, but he's still Steve.
0: Listen, Jimmy Jimmy has some good throws from time to time, right? And one of the ones that I keep going back to, and I remember tweeting about this, contrary to popular belief because everybody thinks I hate Jimmy, but I remember tweeting that Jimmy Garoppolo on a throw against the Eagles in Week 2 last year saved Kyle Shanahan because his clock management in the first half was piss poor, and I feel like Jimmy's throw saved him, and they were able to put points on the board, and it was a big three points. So to me, he can make a throw here or there, but it's the power throws I worry about. What he did no. was not a power throw. No. It still wasn't a power throw because he wasn't on the far hash. It was a floater, and it was a good throw. I'm not taking anything no away from point. him. But he, he can't, can't make the power, power throw.
1: No. Young Jaw Jamal Armstrong says, "Appreciate and respect you both. Love tuning into Niners After Dark. Just to show a little love. Jamal's a great man. guy. Met him in. Per- I, I mean, I met him before, but I saw him in person before the game. And he, we've done a show together. We'll be doing shows in the, in the future. Um, Jamal, I'll see you soon." Uh, uh, i don't think we're gonna make I've it to met. our next yeah jamal's great i don't think we're gonna make it to our next topic but we're gonna take the rest of our super chats let's go mango says trade kyle and kittle to atlanta for Pitts in the front <laughs> i was the guy saying draft pits and in in that was dumb but in retrospect you could have made an argument for chase you could have i didn't you could have darth said darth mexican says is the hard truth that the credited real genius of Kyle has been Sean McVay's, Mike McDaniel's, Bobby T's, and Mike LaFleur's. Uh, I wanted to say, ha, do you have you ever seen the the um, French play Cyrano de Bergerac? No. Okay, it's about this guy who's a poet, but he's ugly. He's got a big nose, and he loves this woman. And this dumb, handsome guy in like the same platoon or whatever, like military platoon, likes the same woman. And he like writes the poems and like helps him be like a lover boy for this. But so I kind of feel like Cyrano was Mike Mike McDaniel and he was like making Kyle look good. You know what I'm saying? But now, now Mike McDaniel's over there like looking great over there despite his awkward appearance. I'm wondering, Kyle, prove yourself.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know if I'm ready to go that far. I think the Fortnite is still going to win a lot of games. But I do like the reference. One thing Kyle has done, right, and we have to give him credit for that, is he has done a good job of building future coaches. I will give him that. He develops his coach as well. There's just something lost in the sauce between him and maybe the player. I don't know. I don't know what it is. There's something missing, and I can't put a finger on it.
1: House of Jello says beat writers slash the press are an extension of fans. Correct. Also, Kyle doesn't like them and looks down on them. Isn't he essentially looking, doing that to fans? Yes. Wow, you're the first Niners fan who figured that out. Yes, he is doing that. Yes, that's what he thinks of you. You should take that personally. I would.
0: I do. Educate me, Kidding? I educate you, bro. But see, that's that's what's funny, right? Because yeah. it's <laughs> a lot of the fans are like totally okay just conceding that that's not the case. They're totally okay with their reporters asking vanilla questions and getting vanilla answers, and they get mad when maybe they don't like the source and Grant Cohn who asked a tough question, but you should be happy that those are the questions you should want to know about, right? Like, why are you getting upset? They are here to do the job of you. They're they're your voice. Why are you mad? The coach says, just remember this, player window for IRL...
1: IR eligibility is a four week window to the first day you practice. 12 weeks is week 13. Trey Lance got to be back on track or practicing by then, no later. Do the math, forget the press conferences. No, that's fair. I point. suck at math. So, what he's saying is <laughs> week, week 13 plus four weeks. So, they, so, okay, okay, okay. I, I think, so, We he's saying is, they could start the eligibility window week 13. That goes to week 17. You could bring them back week 18 or for the playoffs. Is that what he's saying?
0: Yeah, essentially. Yes. Yeah. If if you open at week 12, then you have till week 16, 13. You have till week 17, which is about the timetable that he could come back. Yes. Cool. Thanks, coach. Miguel says, Jay, this is what happens when you spoil your coach.
1: True, we still true. haven't heard anything from Jed. Where you at, man? Say something, buddy. Haha says the fact that many in the national media who know nothing about the Niners disagree with Grant is a great thing. Yeah, what's up with all these people who know nothing about me or the teams? Come back and be like, What's up with that bitter pundit in the bay? Like, <laughs> why don't you take your shots at me. Like, I'm not trying to take your job, I'm not coming for your spot at the NFL network or Fox. Like, I'm just doing my little thing in my boiler room. On my YouTube channel, like why you why you sweating me? I'm not sweating you. I don't watch you, Rich Eisen. You watch me.
0: I'll I'll say this. It's what Cowherd is doing is super disappointing to me because yeah. I grew up in Portland, Oregon. Cowherd used to be on like the local news channel as the sports wow. guy in Portland, way back wow. when I was a kid, and then he was on sports radio. So I've like followed his career everywhere, and I really, really enjoyed watching him grow and turn into what he's turned into. And the way that he's gotten so bitter around Trey and admitted that it was personal. Yeah. Bro, that's so crappy of you, man. I hate, I hate to see it. And I know that Cowherd watches your stuff because he brought you up. So Cowherd, if you're watching this, do better, man. You got to do better.
1: Well, I think everyone came down hard on me about Kenlaw. Like I made it personal with Kenlaw when I really didn't. I just gave him the typical you're a first round pick treatment. It's a high bar. Like Cowherd is legitimately making it personal with Trey Land. I've never do some shit like that. He's doing it right now. and A lot of people think he's cool for doing that shit. I think he's whack. People that work with him, how could you work with a bum like that? Because to work with... Look, you, a lot of people work with me. You don't have to agree with me about a damn thing. You can totally disagree about whatever, but to work with Cowherd, you have to agree with every stinking sports take he has. Really sell your soul to work with that guy. How much is he paying you? I don't get it. I don't understand.
0: Yeah. Where's McAfee to come Cape? Where you yeah. at McAfee? Aren't you, you were caping for players a little bit ago. Like, where's that now? Where's Armstead? Like, where's that? Like, where's that hatred at? Mm-hmm. This is a national media guy. Who's getting way more traction on what he gets than what grant gets. If, if what grant did was, why
1: don't you stick up? For this Trey? Say Trey. something to say something to Colin. And that's the thing. Like, A lot of people, like, all these Niners fans, like, all these players in the Niners and, like, said stuff to me on Twitter. Hey, say something to Colin Cowherd, man. Say something to Stephen A. Smith when he calls your quarterback porn star Jimmy. Like, all of a sudden you're bold because you're going up against little old me. I'm actually a little bit more powerful than you think, but, like, why don't you have something to say when it's Colin or Stephen A. or Skip? Like, they all have something to say about you guys. Say something.
0: Well, listen, it's... There are also guys that we trust in this community... And you guys can do the research yourself. Multiple guys in this community that are employed by the volume. So just take that with a grain of salt. That's all I'll say. All right, I got 10 minutes left with Jesse. We got to go
1: lightning round. Seth Harvey says we're losing the Broncos. Just sad. Honestly, all the Jimmy fans are touting Super Bowl. You think you'd learn from 2019 vibes in 2020. I don't think they're losing to the Broncos.
0: I don't know either. The Broncos don't look so hot, man. This team, oh. the 49ers, listen, the 49ers team, 49ers are still very, very good. And the recipe with Jimmy Garoppolo they can win a lot of games with Jimmy. Don't kid yourself. C Turley says, Will you ever have Lombardi as a guest or vice versa? Nah.
1: Uh, Chris Telerico says, We uh we need to pump the brakes on Trey starting here next year. Kyle hasn't done right by the kids so far. Why start then? Yeah, I have no idea what's gonna happen next year. For all I know, their starting quarterback next year could be Aaron Rodgers. And their, and their head coach could be Sean Payton. I have no this is a like they're a very here and now team. They're a very they're a week to week team. I have no idea what they're gonna look like next year. They might miss the playoffs. The mech, my guy, says, Let's develop our young quarterback, making him watch someone else who does the complete opposite. It's ridiculous. Let's hit the guy. He learns nothing. Oh, the mech. Sorry. Uh, let me give you I'm gonna give Kyle Shanahan your number. He's gonna call you up and educate you on football because you just you're, you're just you don't understand. You
0: just don't get looking it. Looking sharp, mech. Looking sharp, man.
1: Yeah, he's looking great. As always. Um, a couple more. Matt H member, thank you. Um uh, Base Spokane Niner fan says, Has anyone interviewed Trey since the injury? No. I'm interviewed. I'm interested in what his thoughts on it were, his perspective of the play. I'm sure we'll hear it one day, but he's going to probably be quiet for a while. Yeah. Salvador says, Pre lawsuits, were the Niners going to trade three first to Houston, Texas for Watson early? I don't, I get the feeling they were going to try and Rodgers. I get the feeling those were their plans A and B. I could be wrong.
0: I think Watson was in – I think he was – I really been. think that could have been. been a
1: plan too, yeah. Could have been. Matt H. has disappointed the team, thinks they're better – they're in a better – they're better with Jimmy. Wait until they lose a big game because if Jimmy throws a pick and the defense can't bail him out. I mean, I'll never forget the game last year in Tennessee, in Nashville. I mean, you talk about shitting the bed. That's what Jimmy did. We really need to give him another chance. How many times does he have to shit the bed? in big games before it's like the whole locker room says, you know what? We got to, we got to try something else. I keep cursing. I'm sorry.
0: I, uh, it's 49 is after dark. It wouldn't be that without you cursing. I, you know, the thing is, is people in life, just in general, they get comfortable with being comfortable. Right. And when something happens, that's new, that could be better or could be worse. A lot of people aren't willing to take that risk. And, Players are no different, right? They're human beings. I feel like they're just very comfortable with Jimmy. It's easy. They know who he is. They like Jimmy. And that's what they're choosing. So let's see what happens. Ethan says very little play uh play action, considering
1: Trey did that in college. That's true. And I think that's why they drafted him. He had the the under center play action experience. The coach says, Jesse, he's not that type of outside runner. He can't beat a tackle off the edge out of his own mouth. And Grant agreed. You guys are talking in circles. Where else is Trey gonna run? You'll want a villain. See, I I disagree. What I think is if Josh Allen and his 475 can get to the edge, then Trey Lance can too. Which, what I said earlier, is running is not just as natural of a thing as you think. Like it, it, it takes experience and there's a transition as well. And he was not even good at the zone read. Like his reads on the zone read needed development. So I thought he had the athleticism for it but he has the athleticism to do everything at a high level. He's not good at anything right now. He needs experience and time on task. And so I think that's what we're saying.
0: Uh, I'm, I'm saying something a little bit different. Um, I, I don't think that read option is the best thing for Trey because he's not going to beat. I, I stand by what I said. What, it, it showed up on film all the time in college. It did. However, if Josh are, Allen can
1: get to the edge, then, then, then Trey can too. It's, it's scheme. And again, if, if you're not throwing it exactly. all at your quarterback, everyone's going to be triggering on the run anyway. You have to keep them honest, man.
0: So so let me say how you can do that, though. Yeah. Here's what you can do. Boot action. Yep. That's how you... Now he's Now he's launch point, ready to go outside the tackle already. If he doesn't like what he sees, he doesn't have to beat somebody out to the outside. He's already there. Right, There are ways around it. There are so many ways to scheme around what somebody does good and what they don't do well. And Trey will take off and run from time to time. But when he does, it's usually like Red Sea parts, and he's gone up the middle, and now he's not taking a lot of contact, and he can do his thing out in open space. And if he is taking a contact, it's with a safety and not a defensive tackle, right? Right. That's very, very different. Ronald
1: Key says Kyle didn't want Trey, probably wanted a D lineman. They want a running back. He only wants running backs. You're a wide receiver, but can you play running back? Oh, you're a quarterback? That's dope, but can you play running back too? See, (laughs) the thing was Tom Brady called him two years ago and was like, I'd really like to play for you. And Kyle's like, that's phenomenal, but can you play running back? Tom's like, no, I'm the greatest quarterback of all time. He's like, yeah, that's really cool. But over here, if you can't play running back, you really can't play for us. Sorry, I don't do that. Sean says, Grant, the man uh, lied about liking a tweet at church. It's very not a Christian thing to do, lying about that, that tweet.
0: I forgot about that whole thing. That what a it
1: feels awkward. like years ago. Ramon says Jesse Lance played his last down as a Niner. I don't think so. Maybe oh. possible. Lord Stewie says, Do you think this is Brandon's last season? And uh, tell uh, we'll try to get a first down pick, which I'm thinking because of all the BS they do to him, which might want out. No, no, they're gonna keep him to his fifth year option, just like McGlinchey. He's got a yeah. couple more years here.
0: Brand- but I- hold up, Brandon. Why why was there a laughing emoji like the lat like some supervillain? You like are we're happy with that? Like are you See? cool with the emoji? No no no, no 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 Go back to the last one. What?
1: No, there's no there's no laughing emoji.
0: No no the super tweet or the the one oh. right before. Sorry.
1: Oh yeah, I guess he in Ramon. Oh man. Come on, bro. David says Peyton is going to the Cowboys. Probably that's true. That's true. Tinker says just wanted you both to know y'all are stressing me out. <laughs>
0: The, hey, that's Tinker. That's my Super Bowl pick. I just, unlike Grant, before the season, I said the 49ers would lose in the Super Bowl to the Bills because I just think the Bills are too good. <laughs> yeah, they're good. Official b Music
1: 88 says, Kyle, gotta ask Kiara and Mia how to support Jim.
0: <laughs> it's true, though, but it's true.
1: Um, I hope Jimmy goes
0: rouge. Ro- Ro- rouge, no, he did he say rouge, rouge, but I think he meant rogue
1: ignores all the play calls and runs whatever he wants. What the hell could Kyle do? All pass, no bone breaks. I actually think that's dope. I like that.
0: That I do. I like that I too. He's like, like we're gonna do go to Brock Purdy running my offense. You can have
1: Brock Purdy <laughs> run your team, or you could have me save your job. I'm also suddenly, I, I'm pro Jimmy.
0: Like, I would say Jimmy, that. No, like I'm a Jimmy. big Jimmy
1: like, fan. If he does he, he, he this, we did, didn't yes. create the situation. Kyle did, and Jimmy's been a good guy. Like he's he's done what I the would try time. to do. Yeah, like Jimmy. Stick it to Kyle, please. Do whatever the <laughs> hell you want to do. It's all on. Nah, I'm clear all that? gonna do. Bench you for Bryant for excuse me for Brock Purdy. No, Bryant Culp says honest opinion isn't every year for the Niners fans Super Bowl or bust until he gets it. I feel like the whole Trey Lance thing was giving Kyle like the benefit of the doubt and longevity. Like you know what, he's got a future. Now it's like nah, week to week, win. Good point. Jerron says Kyle plays Trey in a bad position to get hurt. Number three pick and he's gone for the entire season. The second game is sad. So Grant, keep your foot in Kyle's neck. All right. If you tell me, Susie, I'm a hey, if Kyle's <laughs> mad. I'm going to be like, Jerron said I should. So, Jerron, <laughs> the fan, tell him he doesn't know football. Yeah. Jesse says Mooney Ward won the Chiefs, won with Chiefs versus us. Yeah. Mooney Ward's good.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. That Super Bowl. We were asking if any players have a ring. There we go.
1: Oh, there you go. Treverius. Yeah. Good there we point. go. Michael from yeah. says, good I'm not watching your content until Niners hit the playoffs. I can't go a season uh, journey again. It's only be left down after the Niners stacked the box, after the defense stacks the box. Yep. You already know where this is going. That's why it's on Jimmy. Throw the ball down the field. Um, We have two minutes left. I'm going fast.
0: Go rapid fire.
1: Rapid fire. Uh, Wait a second. Gregory Young says, keep it up, Grant. We need someone to speak truth to Shannon regime. Hold this regime accountable for questionable choices. Thanks. Me against the world. Obi-Wan Raziki says, Grant, I'd love for you to link with Nick Wright. He seemed like the only national dude who has an educated take on trade Jimmy Kyle situation.
0: I do um, like his take on on the whole Trey. I do agree yeah,
1: with I that. Yeah, I would definitely be down to do that actually. The polo show says Kyle gives, I'm the smartest guy in the room. vibes. You think? What up, Chris? Yeah, what y'all yeah, think? Uh so did Chip Kelly. Victor two, five bucks. Thank you. JB, that's it. Says, uh, what was Trey first T D outside run behind Trent? Um, nah, it was a touchdown throw to Sherfield. But yeah, that's yeah, it. It was first T. Keith Murphy says, I believe Watson move is why we didn't go after Stafford. And by that time he was traded to LA also Rodgers. It was report. I don't know about Watson. It was reported that the Niners were trying to make moves on, on Rogers.
0: I, th- I think what he's trying to say is that I'm wrong that he can't hit. He- His strength is not to run outside the tackles. Listen, Jimmy's strength is not to throw outside the numbers. It doesn't mean he can't do it. It just means he can't do it regularly. Right. David, the prankster
1: says Mitchell, uh, wish uh, now he got extended because he'll start playing running back fake points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's already understood. De- I thought he
0: was supposed to be like a fake punt guy. Where have those been?
1: Yeah, seriously. Charlie uh, says, uh, <laughs> Child Can- Canahan and Gimme Giroppolo are menaces and threats to my child. That's funny. <laughs> Raheem Foreman says, rounds one through three is Kyle's picks. He always wanted Trey. He's just not a good evaluator in players uh, of players and didn't see how big of a project Trey truly was. No, nah, I mean, I think he saw it. He just might have overestimated uh, his ability to coach. <laughs> I'm sorry. The coach says you guys can't even agree with one another yet. You both know it's Kyle's fault. Okay. I'm going to bed. Get some dinner on me. Thanks coach. I appreciate you, man. Thanks. Well, for yeah. But honor.
0: coach, we don't have to agree. Like we, we don't have to be on the same page. Like that's not the way this works. I have an opinion and grant has an opinion. They're just different. I don't even remember what his, I'm sorry. I don't, it I was Prey I outside running. I think
1: again, like he say, people say he's not fast enough to get to the edge. Like, If Josh Allen can get to the edge in Buffalo, there's got to be ways to get Trey to the edge here. I'm thinking if they threw the ball a little bit and got defenses on their heels, it could work. But also, just like what I'm saying is Trey needed time. Like You need experience running the ball as well as passing. That's my point. You can't expect Trey to be a great runner right away just because he's a good athlete just like you can't expect him to be a great passer right away just because he's a great athlete. Both right. things take experience is what I was trying to say, the coach. And as a coach, you should agree with that. Understand what I'm saying. Black Caesar says Trey has thrown only 100 balls for his career. If you take into account Debo's drop balls, he's way over 60%. Debo, got to love Debo. Oh, man, Trey's inexperience is going to keep being the thing, dude, forever because he can't play. Keith Murray says, and guys Russ scared me more than Seattle he hasn't run any games but somehow that against the Niners he always plays his best he doesn't have to break the line of scrimmage
0: to be a threat with his legs they got they got the bugaboo they got the bugaboo off there their chest last week now they can do it again in back-to-back weeks right this is the last
1: comment stop giving me money i appreciate all your donations ramon says
0: jesse it was an inside joke because of it being mentioned on your show with sunil oh okay okay my bad ramon my bad i didn't want to paint you in that light if that's not what you meant i was just like damn that's really dark like are you rooting for the injury what's going on bro (laughs) that's the end of the show jesse what you got up next so in four minutes uh, i got my guy brandon from what's good sports uh, what's good or that's good? Either way, guy's a boss, he's got like 300,000 subscribers. He's a Denver Bronco guy, so we're gonna be breaking down the whole game from the Broncos perspective so you guys can learn everything about the Broncos and what we can expect coming up. So that's, that's next, last second sports.
1: Black Caesar says, Grant, I honestly don't like you being mischaracterized. I even saw Jesse Apollo coming after your dad on social media today, makes me sick. That really made understand. me laugh, Jesse's Apollo, man. God love you. I hope you're enjoying retirement and your, and your championship life. You, you're you a great, great 49er. I would never say anything bad about you. All I would say is you got your facts wrong, man. Like Bill and my dad were good friends. My dad wrote a book about Bill. I mean, my dad broke the story of Bill dying. When Bill had found out that he had uh, cancer, my dad was one of the first people he called. Um, mm-hmm. Sapolo said that they would have won seven Super Bowls if it wasn't for my dad. I don't think he had that big of an impact on the team. I'm just saying, I, I think – they, they won all the Super Bowls they could have. And, I, and he said that Walsh retired because my dad was too negative. Again, they were really close friends. So I don't really think so. But, hey, Jesse, all respect. You're a champion. God love you. Um,
0: seriously. 49 yeah, are great. Yeah.
1: I, all, dude, I, I grew up watching you. I love you. You just are wrong about my dad. But that's okay. People are wrong about things. I hope yeah. we can meet some time and, you know, break bread. All that. All that. All right. Thanks for watching, guys. Take care.